Settling children for another episode of Sokonori. This week, we've got another of our newest segment. Is it our newest segment still? I think it is. I think so. Yeah, it's Sokonori, where I read a story from Andrew Ward's Soccer's Strangest Matches. And so far, they have been very varied <laughs> in both quality and appropriateness as well. <laughs> yeah. So we shall see what we've got. It's another one. Well, we're working forwards in time, so we're still a long way, a long time in the past. This story is called The Trusted Goalkeeper. This one sounds like a proper like Aesop's fable. It, it sounds almost like a ghost story to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is London, March 1892. When Aston Villa reached the 1892 FA Cup final, one of the stars of the team was 27-year-old Jimmy Warner, a fine and trusted goalkeeper. That's a nice way to be described, isn't it? <laughs> he is fine and trusted. Both fine and trusted. Uh, one of the oldest players in the team. How old was he? 27. <laughs> That's young, isn't it, to be the oldest player of the team? Uh, yeah, 1892. I thought I assumed... Like my They'd picture, be older. Yeah, my picture of in the olden days, they were like 60 and stuff, just yeah. still playing, like Stanley Matthews. Yeah. Uh, five years earlier, Warner had kept goal so, magnificent, so magnificently... And trustedly. And <laughs> <laughs> ...that many said he had won Villa the FA Cup. Now, Villa were seven to four favourites. That's quite long odds. Mm. For a... For a favourite. Yeah, for a two-horse race. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty long odds. Uh, they were seven to four favourites to win the FA Cup again, but the bookmakers reckoned without the strangest performance of Jimmy Warner's career. Bum, bum, bum. Villa's short odds for the FA Cup final were more than justified, given their success in the league. They were pressing for the championship. Oh, they were pressing for the championship. On the <laughs> other hand, <laughs> I thought there was going to be more to that. <laughs> On the other hand, their cup final opponents, West Bromwich Albion, or local derby. He is, right. Languishing in the relegation zone, ooh. as they do. Short, ah, oh, should be much shorter odds. Yeah, I would have thought they'd be odds on favourite. <laughs> a week before the final, Villa flexed their muscles with a 12-2 win against Accrington. Jesus. I don't know if that's in the league. I assume that's in the league. Uh, then the team went to Holt Fleet for special training, running exercises, brine baths at Droitwich. Mm. What is a brine bath? A bath in brine. What's that for? <laughs> so you come out tasting like tuna. <laughs> they were pickled. <laughs> they just had like loads of tuna sandwiches oh, and they didn't want to waste. That's true. Yeah. We've got all this extra brine. <laughs> Jimmy Walker's like, oh, yeah, I'll jump in, it'll be all right. <laughs> and a spell of football practice every afternoon. On the Tuesday, when it snowed... When is this? This is March. <laughs> Snowing. A quick-thinking trainer moved the players into a 70-yard boat shed and then continued the preparations undercover. Okay. That's that's all of that bit of the story. <laughs> that, that, there's no more to that. <laughs> well, it, it, set us, it set us up. It sets a scene, I suppose, yeah. yeah. 
Already during this pre-cup final week, Jimmy Warner was being noticed, not by players or spectators or the press, but by Villa committee members who were monitoring their goalkeeper's activities. It was alleged that Warner would not go through the same training schedule as the other players, and that instead of remaining with his teammates, he preferred the company of a certain person to whom the committee objected and who had actually been with him at the Hot Fleet, uh, at Hot Fleet, against the wish of the committee. Conspiracy. It does feel like conspiracy. Who is this certain person? Yeah. I'm very intrigued by this story so far. On Cup Final Day, there were about 30,000 people at Kennington Oval. That's a cricket ground, isn't it? Kennington Oval? That's the Oval. The Oval is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Some of them perched precariously on top of the mighty gas holder. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a bloke from getting Get off, I'm trying to hold the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the lights on. <laughs> what a job. They had all kinds of jobs back then, didn't they? <laughs> Most knew that on paper, Aston Villa should win by a street. That's a nice saying. You don't hear by that. By a street, yeah, yeah. You don't hear that very much. Like streets ahead. Yeah. You don't hear that very much anymore. I like that saying. In West Brom's first attack, Jasper Geddes sent in a screw shot. What is a screw shot? I don't know. It's a woo! Yeah, like from a cartoon. <laughs> Con- like whizzing around. <laughs> what is it? Kung Fu football. What, what film is that? I don't know. Oh, you must have. Shaolin Soccer. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, you have. I'm sure. No, I'm sure. We probably watched it oh, together. I don't remember it. I might have seen clips from it, maybe. There's there's more than one screw shot in Shaolin soccer, really? that's for sure. Yeah. The ball's on like ropes, is it? Is it a bit like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, where like jumping through it the is, yeah, yeah. like that? <laughs> Interesting. I might have to look that up. That sounds like fun. It Maybe is we good. should do it as a review. Yeah, we should yeah. do that. Uh, so Jasper Geddes sent in a screw shot. This is in quotes. The next bit. I don't know who it's quoting. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't say who. Warner received it, but the ball seemed to spin out of his hands, and the first goal was scored for the Albion only three minutes from the start. Oh, so it had a spinning. I don't know how you make a spinning shot, like like hit with the outside of your foot, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like the ball does spin. Yeah, not so violently that it comes out of keeper's hands. Although they wouldn't have had gloves back then, maybe. Or they would have just been like normal. Just woolly gloves, gloves yeah. <laughs> which are very slippery yeah true probably not it didn't help at all <laughs> it was later described in the press as a terrible blunder but it looked likely it looked likely to be academic when Villa swarmed to the West Brom end Jimmy Cowan put a free kick straight into the West Brom goal net nets were being used in a cup final for the first time Hey. So before that, they used to go like to fetching go the ball. Fetching the ball. I guess there'd have been loads of fans, so it would have just hit the fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as nobody touched the ball, it didn't count as a goal. Yeah. Such were the rules of the oh. day. So, so only indirect free all kicks. All free kicks were indirect, I guess, in those days. What was he doing then? What was he, what like, was he shooting it into the goal I then? I guess he was trying to get somebody else to touch it, <laughs> and he just mistake, <laughs> messed it up. For 20 minutes, Villa used the wind to stay on top. <laughs> they haven't mentioned the wind before. <laughs> Apparently it was windy. <laughs> then Jimmy Warner had a, had his second chance to shine. Warner partially muffed it, and Nichols rushed up to send it through the posts. This is again in quotes, but it doesn't tell me who the quotes are of. <laughs> I'm assuming it's of the newspaper article or something. Um, after halftime, it was 2-0 to West Brom, against the wind and against the odds. Oh, it didn't really explain how it was Warner's chance won it 
his yeah, chance Warner, to yeah. how it was his chance to shine i just that was the second just, shot i suppose muffed it yeah it was it's not the best bit of writing i'll be honest <laughs> not clear exactly but it went in that's that's what happened to me that sounds like a pass back and you've like well it missed the pass back yeah <laughs> yeah not clear in 50 in the 55th minute west bombs boldy reynolds that's yeah. a good nickname. Boldy Reynolds shot from 40 yards. Oh, no. Warner was hopelessly out of position. 3-0 to the Albion. And we trusted him. I know. He was a trusted, <laughs> trusted goalkeeper. Him. <laughs> he was magnificent. Although Aston Villa dominated the rest of the game, they could not score. Reporters chose words like lamentable exhibition or oh. scathing to, to describe Jimmy Warner's afternoon's work. And Villa fans started their inquests. Attention switched to the old college public house at Spring Hill, where Warner was the landlord. That evening, supporters sought retribution by smashing all the windows oh, in the pub. No Jesus. need. No need. There is no need for that. He was fine and trusted before this yeah, game. <laughs> one game does not make a bad person. Terrible. A rumour spread. Warner had lost money on a big sporting bet, so the goalkeeper had thrown the FA Cup final to recoup his money oh. oh but what about this person the certain person that the committee didn't like uh, that they objected to what about yeah, him we still haven't heard. was he the bookie who knows let's read on and find out children warner vehemently de- denied this saying that he'd bet 18 pounds to 12 against west brom winning 18 pounds to 12 against west brom winning Eighteen pounds to twelve against West Brom. I don't understand that. I don't understand so how that works. If Villa won, he got you, he would have got twelve pounds. Got twelve pound against West Brom winning. So I'm assuming he's saying on West on Villa to win. Yeah, is that what I'm saying? Yeah, and an even one pound on them not scoring. Right. Why would he want his business to suffer? His wife blackguarded and a mob threatening his pub. Blackguarded. I'm not even sure I know what that word means. No, I didn't. I didn't know. It was a, I thought it was a noun. Like you blackguard. Yeah, a blackguard. Yeah, I think it is a noun. I don't know what it means. I I, it's like a. What is a blackguard? It's like a. It's derogatory. Yeah. Is but it like I don't a, know what. Like a wide boy, kind of like. Nah. A little bit like, like showy offy. Is that what a blackguard is? Yeah. I don't really you're know. Blagging it. I don't know. It's a, it's a word that I've seen written down, but never really known <laughs> what it means. Show us your proof, declared Warner, who promised to give his accusers a good thrashing if necessary. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the next Wednesday, a few days before the vital league game with Sunderland, Warner failed to show for training. The next set of rumours claims he had taken flight from his pub with a week's takings and a servant girl. Ooh. <sighs> the plot thickens <laughs> fielding a deputy goalkeeper Villa lost at Sunderland finished fourth in the league they were wow. top <laughs> and went down 2-0 to West Brom in the semi-final of the Birmingham Cup oh so they couldn't even win the Birmingham Cup <laughs> not even the best team in Birmingham anymore Jimmy Warner had played his last game for Aston Villa the next season he showed up briefly with Newton Heath which later became Manchester United no doubt thankful that not every dis- every newspaper had castigated him for his bizarre display in the cup final. Certainly he did fumble a lot. Certainly he did fumble a lot with almost every shot he had to negotiate, wrote one reporter. But I incline to the opinion that his backs were outclassed by the Albion forwards 
and that he, in consequence, was not so fully supported as he was wont to be. Perhaps. Ooh. And that is how the story ends. <laughs> Who was the certain person? <laughs> this story it raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> I now need to know more about the story. I have to look up more about it. <laughs> Stop blackguarding me. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realise I was. <laughs> She's twist. Oh, I would absolutely hate to catch a greasy pig. That's just going to attract more wasps, isn't it? <laughs> See you, suckers.